everybody. And it's Sunday again. Once again, I don't know where the week went. <laughs> but here we are on Sunday. And at least that wind, the wind the last couple of days, it wasn't cold, but that wind. Yes. Just what went through you. I just, <laughs> it was like, this stinks. <laughs> I know. Oh, I couldn't. Uh, so I was really happy when I went to do chores this morning. Oh, I'm and sure. I did a little Watusi on the way down just for the fact that, oh, this feels so much better than yesterday and the day before. <laughs> That's the only bummer about being on a farm is that, you know. They depend on you. Then. Yeah, you can't stay in. Nope. <laughs> Everybody's looking at you. Where are you? I'm hungry. So the ladies got fed, which a.k.a. my chickens. And then I don't have that much to take care of. Five cats, one horse. How many chickens do I have now? Um, Six and 23. Oh, okay. I have 23 chickens. And then one dog, one husband. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, uh, and myself, of course. And the house is deafening quiet. Uh, the oh, grandkids yes. all left. The whole family left on uh, Wednesday. So that was, you know, really sad. You come home mm. and it's like, oh my gosh, this is quiet. What? <laughs> you know, you just get kind of used to this, uh, you know, grandma, grandma. So yes, yes, pretty, it's pretty, yeah, but they had a great time. Good. And we all had a great time. So that was pretty cool. I was toy, toying with the idea of putting Christmas up, you know, before they came because they've never seen my house at Christmas. Oh, sure. And I didn't, I didn't pull it off. It was, it's just so much got in the way. I just like, well, no, I'm just not going to play Superwoman. So what, some year, some year we'll yeah, get that. Uh, yeah, yeah, next time, hopefully. Well, yeah, we'll get it, yeah. It's just like one of those days you wake up, there's not much on the calendar, and you're like, oh, God, I can get this done, I can get that done. The phone rings. Something comes up. And all of a sudden, there went my day. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, well, it is what it is. At least I got a day. I got to wake up to have a day to say, oh, well, oh, here well. we go. <laughs> it's one way to look at it, and, for sure. And they, this is the big tea week, Thanksgiving week. And so hopefully everybody will know where their turkey is at all times so the mm. dog doesn't get it. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for, and uh, uh, and you said you're gonna you're going to friends and yep yep. Thankfully, I got some friends that are all gonna be kind of around, and they're my friend's husband's gonna cook. Oh, I nice. don't have to do anything. Wow. I'm not a big cook, so I was like, wow. Let me know if I can bring anything. Yep, I'm very happy up. and thankful for that. Ah, I'm excited. Yep, just show up, sit down, have yeah. a cocktail, and and let the conversation begin for sure. And the ground rules: no religion and no politics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and so, <laughs> yeah, you know, we only take dad jokes. You know, silly dad jokes, mm-hmm. and whatever. But yeah, we're going over to uh, uh, Dan and Muriel's uh, for. For Thanksgiving, we were going to have it, you know, just ourselves. I used to have a, you know, like a misfit for uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. When I used to bartend, there were so many people I knew that didn't have a place to go. Right. And so it was like, hey, come on over. Well, you know, Cassandra used to go, now who's coming? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I don't know these people. I said, well, you're going to know them by the end of the day. Yeah. You know, so at least, and it was always just a grand time. Well, then, you know, obviously I got out of bartending, then a lot of those people, they went away as far as they either died or moved or whatever. Sure. So, so the Thanksgiving has been kind of, you know, on the down low. And so usually it's just me and Will and such like that. And, uh, but now they're going to have dinner, so we're going over there. That'll be fun. Yeah. So I'm just trying to think of something that I can bring. I I, I like to make my I hate stuffing stuffing. Oh. But um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I know. What oh, that don't is. you know that? Okay. But my hate, I hate stuffing. It's just, it's mush. And everybody makes it different, I understand. But, you know, some make it with carrots and, like, really, really. And then giblets and stuff like that. No, I'm not eating those no, parts. Nope. nope, nope, nope. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, so to me, it just, it, it had no taste. It was just mush. And so what I did is I created, I love Jimmy Dean sausage. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so Jimmy Dean sausage, a, a pound of Jimmy Dean sausage, a pound of hamburger, fry that up. Okay. And then you get the herb 
not without the sage, not the sage, but the herb stuffing cubes you okay. know, type thing. Okay, and then about two onions and about four sticks of butter. <laughs> okay, but and he sauteed the onions, you know, in the butter and then put the cubes, uh, you know, in there and mix that all up. Okay, yep. now you mix that with, after you fried up the hamburger and the Jimmy Dean sausage, mix that all up. And then you make a box of uh, ri- uh, chicken rice aroni. Okay. Okay, but you only put three quarters of the water in. You know to make it, yeah, and then you make it makes that up, and then you put that all into the, oh, the bowl. I didn't know you made did this, <laughs> yes. And so, there we go. Now, I hate stuffing, stuffing <laughs> it's basically just a hot dish, <laughs> <laughs> and it's awesome if you put you know, put gravy over mm. it, you know, type thing. So, I've never stuffed my turkey, I never saw any sense in that. Uh, and the turkey co- cooks quicker if you don't stuff it, so you don't have to wait so long for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> My great grandpa loved loved stuffing. That was his favorite. Yes, you know I just don't. And uh, I was listening to Stephanie Hansen's the Stephanie Girls, mm-hmm. and she said she was going to come on yesterday and talk about stuffing. And she realized that you know um, no, you know it's been like three years since everybody's really gotten together, gotten together, and everybody has their. Um, like their grandma's stuffing thing that they do, you know, their their uh, go tos as far as what they were brought up with and right. such like that. She says, you know, the, the dumbest thing you can do on Thanksgiving or you know any holiday that you're used to a certain thing is to is to change it. it whereas, mm. okay, it, sure you're having let's say 15 people over and you're trying a new stuffing. And all of a sudden you're looking like, well, this stinks. I should have just did what mom yeah, did, you know? Yeah, for sure. But you don't try new things on your guests. <laughs> you know, if you try new things, you do it on the side, you taste it. It's like, yeah, not so much. I'm glad I didn't serve that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah but, so stick I, with what you know and, and, and what the, you like. And the way Stephanie said, too, it is true, is that we all have in our head when, when the certain holidays come of, uh, you know, whether it be stuffing um, and or just like how some people do their... Uh, Sweet potatoes, some yes. marshmallows and stuff. I've never been that kind of person. I just want the sweet potato. Oh, so good. But anyway, and then like uh, uh, cook corn, you know, baked corn. Oh, yes. Yep. And then, uh, you know, obviously then turkey gravy. But uh, one thing that we used to always do, now this is really simple, but it just tastes very good. And why I don't do it in a time of year, I don't know. You just take a can of sweet peas, okay, and you drain it. Okay. And mix a little bit of uh, mayonnaise. You know, with a little bit of butter, a little bit of ma- mixed mayonnaise with a little bit of wa- uh, uh, milk. Okay. Okay. And then um, minced onions, just a got little ch- couple shakes. Mix that with the sweet peas and then let it chill. And it's really good. And I don't know why <laughs> okay. I don't do it any. But so it's called pea salad, obviously. <laughs> but something so simple. Simple, yeah. Yeah. You know, some of these people that just go to all these herbs and, you know, I had to let this saute for it. And then I had to mix it. And then we had, you know, and it's just like, is it all worth it? You know, because to me, plain and simple wins the race. So yeah. I don't know. But that's true, though. You know, Steffi hit it on the nail on the head mm, that we all yes. have in our mouth different tastes, sensations, and don't mess with it. <laughs> just do Not what on you the just, holidays. Yeah, just yeah. do what you do. You know, that's it. So anyway, but yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens. I don't know what I'm bringing because I, I, I because they make two different kinds of stuffing. They make the mush stuffing. <laughs> so, and then you they have three stuffings. And yeah, and then they uh, make this, I think it's oyster stuffing. Oh. Will, who can eat anything? Yeah, not so much with that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so anyway, so I'm not going to bring my I hate stuffing stuffing and have three stuffings. <laughs> I was stupid. So I don't know what I'm going to bring. I'll have to ask. Maybe I'll bring baked corn, even though I just made baked corn last week when the kids are here. Sure. Yeah. I was hungry for baked corn. Oh, well. And let's say the main thing with the holidays here is know where your dogs are at all times and your cats. 
Cats will jump up and start chowing on the turkey or the vidlins or whatever. Of course. Yeah, know where they're at at all times. And we'll talk a little bit about that when company comes over, whether it's a couple people or, you know, 15 or 20 people. So we'll talk about that today, too, with the holidays, um, with Turkey Day. And then obviously then before you blink, it's going to be Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day and then New Year's. And twenty twenty three. Oh, well. So hopefully you got some questions for me today. Uh, that would be really cool for you to do, have that. And where did I put my thing? Um, I have a list of, if I can find it, of the, there it is, is the number one uh, dog names for 2022. Okay. And I'm thinking where they get this list from is like, you know, veterinarians or records and such like that. Maybe there's a database. I have no idea. But, <laughs> so, but it, it, the base of it, most of them are basically pr- pretty true here. The top most, po- po- most popular dog names. Okay. For, um, what do you think would be the number one name? Oh, uh, I have no idea. Okay. Luna. Oh, and I don't know where Luna comes from, but man, there's a lot of dogs named Luna. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Second is Charlie. And that goes both him and hers. That's cute. I've had both of them come through. Bella. Mm. Bella's been a, a long, a long one. Now, Daisy, that's a name that's coming back. Daisy. And I've got, I had a white rod in class named Daisy. And it's just <laughs> like, you know, you look at this big honking rock. Wild. Oh, hi, Daisy. <laughs> and then uh, we got Milo. We got Lucy. Now, Cooper, I don't see too many Coopers. Bailey. Bailey's huge for okay. both male and female. Okay, and number nine is Teddy, and that's becoming a more popular. And number one or number ten is Max, and Max has always been in that's the top popular, ten. That's a popular, right? Yeah, that top top ten. Buddy's another one. Buddy, Buddy, and Max are two, basically always the top ten. But Buddy didn't make the top ten this one. But Luna, Luna, Luna. is. I'd just like to know why, where, where that comes. from. I mean. I don't, see, I'm a big on people naming all my animals. They're all people names. Sure. Uh, you yeah. know, I don't name them Prince or <laughs> stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. So <laughs> I had a dog named Princess once, but that's what she came with. And so I, I just, uh, every time it rolled off my lips, I was like, God, I got to change that name. But anyway, no, she stayed Princess. So she was a shepherd mix, is what she was. Okay. The top 10 most popular dog breeds in 2022. Okay, who do you, what do you think would be number one? Poodles or the, right? Like yeah, kind of the doodles. Doodles, yeah, anything, thank you. Yeah. Uh, number one is, uh, and it's, uh, it usually is, as always, is uh, the Labrador Retriever. And number two was taken away. It used to be Golden Retriever. Yeah. Now it's Golden Doodles. <laughs> yeah, the Golden Doodles. <laughs> and number two. And number three is the Golden Retriever. Four is the Frenchie. Five is the Labradoodle. And remember, those are just mutts, guys. Labradoodle and Golden Doodle are just mutts. They're not a breed. All right. Uh, German Shepherd is number six. Number seven is a Shih Tzu. Number eight, a Chihuahua. And nine is a Yorkie Terrier. And number 10, the King Charles Spaniel. So the number one is a Labrador Retriever and Golden Doodle. Oh, jeez. Everything <laughs> does well. Speaking of Doodle Doodles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Time, oh, time to go. Yep, yeah, time to go to break. Wake me up here. <laughs> okay, 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Let's see if I got something here. Oh, da, 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 da. oh we'll just go to break. We'll come back. Sounds like a commercial. <laughs> the Harry Styles song? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, 
Yeah, if you got a question, give a holler. 651-641-1071. And who's the first caller for today? All right, we have Julie, and her question is about her dog's joint health. Oh, joint health. Okay. Hi, Julie. Hi, Katie. Um, so we have two um, senior labs. They're 10 and 11, super mm-hmm. healthy, doing great. Mm-hmm. But we've started to notice after they've had a busy day outside, they're a little bit limpy when they come in at the end of the day and wondering if there's anything we could add um, supplemental-wise or food-wise that might help them. Okay. A question for you guys. Do you play a lot of fetch with these dogs? We do. We have um, a fair amount of acreage, and so they're outside uh, with us a lot of the day. Okay. But, I mean, do you, but, I mean like, do you play, the, then do you, do you, like, pitch the ball, pitch the ball, pitch the ball for them? No, not much. Oh, good, nope. good, good. Okay. Okay, because that's usually as dogs get older, I try to get people to understand don't do the fetching anymore. You can lob things for them to go get for you. But if you're, you know, you've sure. got acreage and they can go cruise around, and that's great, okay? But anyway, sure. but you just don't want to pound those joints extra, you know, like with the fetching games. But anyway, yeah, what, what the, for joint health, basically what they need is they need a fish oil, and they need an MSM, mom, Sam, mom. They need chondroitins. Okay. Okay, and they need glucosamine. Got it. Okay, and there is a, a Springtime Inc. has it what's called a, a advanced hip and joint formula that works well okay. for many dogs. But otherwise, you can okay. you know get the, those three you know um, and uh, there's a lot of mm-hmm. and that's what's so good about the advanced hip and joint is that it has all that in there. And then like if they're really ouchy, you can give them Boswellia. You know, instead of like an aspirin or something, if they're really ouchy, you can give them Boswellia. Okay. And you can get up for, I imagine, what are they, about 70 pounds? Yeah, 70, 75. Yeah, okay. they're a good-sized dog. Okay, yeah. So then they, you can go up to like 1,500 milligrams uh, per dog. And most of the Boswellia, come, you can come in powder form or it comes in um, tablets. And if you get the tablets, you can smash them and mix them with canned pumpkin or... or uh, uh, whatever you call it. Uh, yeah, that's that white stuff. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, you put it, put it, um, yogurt. There we go. Yogurt. <laughs> yogurt. Yeah, okay. okay. So you can mix it in yeah. with that. But yeah, so the, the mom Sam MSM, a chondroitin, glucosamine okay. are the main things for, um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, for, for the hips and joints. So that's why you want to sure, find in- a product that has that in it. In the fish oil, if we were going to introduce that, mm-hmm. how, how do we go about that? Um, for that size dogs there, again, you can go up to about 1500 milligrams for fish oil. Okay. Got it. And so, uh, and you can get the liquid form and then, you know, the test with, uh, if it's good or bad, uh, fish oil, you put it, put some in a styrofoam cup, go to bed, wake up. And in the morning, if there's a hole in the cup from the, uh, fish oil it's bad fish oil, throw it out. Because, oh, got it. Didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, because a lot of people, because a lot of people, you know, you, you go to the big box stores and, oh, look, you can get 90 capsules, you know, for eight ninety nine. Oh, wait, here, we'll give you another bottle, too, so you get 90 free. Well, then you go to a health store and it's like, it's $30, you know, for this one little bottle of, so what's the difference? It's all in how it's processed. And that's why you sure. don't do yourself any favors by getting the cheap stuff. You're better to get the good stuff and if you give less of it because it doesn't take as much, you know, because it's so good. It's been sure, filtered out. Sure. You know, Super. Filtered thank out. you so much. I appreciate okay. it. Well, good luck. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Yep. Take care. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fish oil out there, like I said, that helps out a lot. The M, Mom, Sam, Mom, M, 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 S, M, chondroitin, glucosamine. 
and such of that. But Chondroitin's and the MSM is about the big, the best, and then some some fish oil. Okay, who's up? All right, we have Erin, and her question is about her dog's heart disease. Oh, heart disease. Okay. Hey, Erin, how you doing? Hi. Hi. What kind of pupper do you have? I have a King Charles Cavalier. Oh, okay, how old? Ten years old. Okay. It has congestive heart failure? Yes. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, that uh, that's uh, your King Charles are noted for having bad hearts. In fact, I heard over in the Europe they're going to stop breeding them for a while because it's become such a big problem. That and their, oh, uh, and, really? eye, and their eye problems, yeah, eye problems and congestive heart failure. Uh, and so, what are you or what's your question? Um, my question is, what can I do to? What should I do or not do that can help him? You know, they say they can live a few years. He's on medication. Right. Um, Benta, Bet, Medin. Yep. Betmedin. Yeah, femobendin. Femobendin. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then from Mosamide. Uh, two times a week. Mm-hmm. I mean, two times a, a day. day. Yep. Yep. Because see, that's what my Gilligan. My Gilligan has congestive heart failure. Okay. And okay. he's a he's a Yorkie Karen Terrier, and he's thirteen. Okay. And oh. anyway, so now, first of all, what I would what I'm not a vet, but this is what I you know I'm obviously working with a, a cardiologist too, but I'm also working with you know Dr. Jessica Levy, who is a holistic vet. Okay. Okay. And so the thing is, is first of all, I get him off. Uh, I just go like raw or cooked food. Don't give him any processed food. Okay. I also give um, my uh, Gilligan, I give him CQ10. I think it's 50 milligrams a day. And then I got him on some standard process. And right now, for the life of me, I can't think of, I'm trying to read the bottle in my head and I can't. I'm so used to just grabbing the bottle. Uh, but anyway, so um, it's a, uh, what you can do is you send me an email and I can give you the standard process stuff that I'm giving Gilligan. Okay. And then we just came across a book. And it's, I think it's called Yin and Yang. Uh, it's about uh, congestive heart failure and such like that as far as how you can kind of help them with the proper diet. And now I'm just switching over to that. I just, Dr. Jess found that book. And so now I'm, I read it and now I'm going to switch over to, and feed what that, what this one uh, vet has said to help with the congestive heart failure. But I can't remember the book offhand because I just got it last week. So if you can send me an email, you know, just go to uh, mytalk1071.com, go to the, my show page, and then you'll see a, a link to my website. Then just click on the web, that and then send me an email through my website. Because sometimes the ones coming from the Spy Talk don't come through. They get filtered out. Okay? But there's but between diet and some supplements, you can definitely help them ha- be ha- healthier, happier, and uh, hopefully live longer. Okay? Whoa, did we lose her? No, unless something happened on her end. Oh. Okay, I'm here. Oh, there you are. Um, I hit mute. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we have not taken him to a cardiologist yet at okay. this point. We okay. just had the vet. Uh-huh. So do you recommend that we do that? Well, no, you already got on the meds, you know, that you need to. Now okay. it's just a question of, you know, supplements and diet is what it is, okay? okay? And so okay. that's why, like I say, if you send me an email, then I'll, I'll give you the book that I found and then the supplements I'm giving Gilligan, and then you can, if you want to try it, you can, because like I said, I've got the cardiologist on board and then Dr. Jess on board helping me out, okay? Okay. Okay, good luck, kiddo. Send me an email. Thank you. Thanks. You betcha. Thanks. Okay, what uh, state grows the most turkeys? Is it Minnesota, North Carolina, Arkansas, Indiana, Missouri, Virginia? Which one? We'll be back. Fathers, and especially not your weird uncle's talk radio station. This is where talk is fun. 
My Talk 107.1. Everything Entertainment. Thanks for tuning in to the KDK9 Show. I'm here every Sunday. I'm your nooner. I'm from noon to two. Okay. What states? Uh, <coughs> oh, excuse me. That's what I get for eating. While you're during on the, the air. Break. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I get. Okay. What states? Is the number the leading grower of turkeys in nineteen in two thousand twenty two? Is it Michigan? Oh wait, wait a minute, Minnesota, <laughs> North North Carolina, Arkansas, Indiana, Missouri, or Virginia? Oh, I'm gonna go with Minnesota. Ding 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 ding! Oh really? Yeah, Minnesota is the number one turkey grower. But wow. you know, with the bird flu and everything this year, I don't know whatever happens. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Okay, let's head for the lights. Yes, we have Mary, and she thinks her cat might have arthritis. All right. Hi, Mary. How you doing? Hello. I love you. I oh, have thank listened you. to you for years, well, and thank I you. used to have dogs, Ah. but now I'm just down to cats. Okay. So I adopted a cat that came in a little kitten box from Chicago oh my. many years ago, so I don't know if she's 14 or 15. I've lost her. Okay. But she is now getting really slow. Okay. She's doing the overstretching in the morning, you know, trying to get up on the bed. Okay. You know, trying to get up on the couch. Okay. And she was just at the vet and had a clean vet check for her rabies shot. I do not over vaccinate my cats. Okay. For the record. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if there is a supplement that I can give her for her joints. Okay, uh, first of all, now be honest, is she overweight? Uh, no. No, okay. Not at all. Okay. Um, and what are you feeding? And I was going to say, you're going to yell at me uh, because they eat dry food. Okay. And so that's the, the thing is that at this age, for sure, I would get, our, get her off that dry food and get her into the grain-free canned food because that does have a lot to do with the joints because you got to remember that cats have a total no-carb need. And so the carb turns into sugar, sugar turns into lethargy and uh, just uh, ouchy. You know, sugar makes us ouchy, all right? And so that's why I would switch over to some raw, some grain-free canned foods and just no dry whatsoever. That's going to help her. And then as far, because cats are really, even even dogs, are really hard to give supplements to. They're pretty, you know, kind of like, yeah, I'm not going to touch that. And so that's really hard to do that. But you can also try to give, uh, incorporate some fish oil. That will help her joints. Okay. And well, and I try to give them, uh, you know, when I make tuna sandwiches or whatever, mm-hmm. my other cats that I don't have any longer, okay. they would drink the tuna water yep. or the... Yeah, well, I know what you're talking about. three, and I've got three because the other ones are only like five years old. Okay. They don't touch it. Okay. Yeah, but and, and see, some cats are more finicky. But if by by slowly introducing things, it's just like let's say you you got a cat that doesn't want to give up his carbs, you know, from going from dry to grain free canned. Okay, what you do is you put like a half a teaspoon and and set it next to uh, it, butt it up to the dry food, you know, maybe a tablespoon of the dry food, and the cat may walk away. But by by the third day, all of a sudden he's eating some of that dark canned food, and then all of a sudden yep. he's eating the canned food, and then all of a sudden it's more canned and less dry. And you rotate them over, and that's the same thing. Like uh, sardines, you can uh, you know give them uh, canned sardines. Uh, oh. you know, that, that's yeah, I know I hate sardines. Oh man, I hate it. But anyway, but you yep. know if the dogs eat it, the cats eat it, whatever. It's only a couple times a week I can deal with it. And anyway, um, yeah, so that's a different ways 
of giving give, you know, the krill oil. doesn't stink as much as fish oil. Um, so you can, you know, go that route as far as just mix it in with something. So, but you start out with like maybe okay. a drop. You don't, uh, you don't, you don't, you just slowly introduce it is what it is. But the main thing is, is that, like I said, with, uh, with all the sugar and sugar hinders a lot of people, especially as we get older. And that's the same thing with the carbs, you know, that from the dry food. And so you, I would. Well, give, and she's a really active athlete, you know, when she gets up and does the ultimate stretch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. like us old people? Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Then yeah. she's running around like a crazy, oh, you know, That's kitten good. chasing yeah. after her, I call them cousins. Okay, there you go. Chasing after the kittens. Okay. And then also, too, you can always look into uh, doing chiropractic. You know, all the, the jumping a cat does in its life, you know, from the floor yep. to the dresser to the, you know, whatever, to the curtains, you know. So the, uh, the chiropractic is really good for cats also. And so um, so you can try that, too, just oh, to make sure everything, yeah, everything's aligned correctly. And so uh, Dr. Rebecca uh, down in Edina, she's a perpetual motion. She's a really good chiropractor. Then there's Stacy up in Blaine with... Um, well, that would be great, but I live in South Carolina. Oh, you live in South Carolina? Oh, my. Well, hello. Well, thank you. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Uh, no twang. <laughs> well, no, because I lived up there until like five years ago. Oh, I so, see. Okay, so now you've gone yeah, south. So I've listened to you for years oh, and years Oh, thank you. Years, I appreciate and- that. But okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Just check around your neighbor and see who's uh, does chiropractic and just uh, yeah, uh, that's what I would try because cats especially yeah, because they're so you know thank bendable you and so such. Much. Well, I you really be- appreciate your help. Oh, thank you for the call. Have a good day. Bye bye. But yeah, that's pretty. Oh well, but but you, you, that's what you got to do is that we got you know it's just like what we, we can't eat. What we you know if we were living on <laughs> Big Chef or <laughs> Mac and Tons or when you were younger, but then all of a sudden now it doesn't go so well with us, and that's the same thing with you know as, as our pets age, we got to look at their diet mm, and try to right. make sure they're not overweight, and then help them along if possible we can. So, okay, who's up next? All right, we have Wendy. Speaking of diet, for her uh, question about dog and protein. Okay. Hey, Wendy, how you doing? I'm great. Can you hear me okay? Yep. Can we hear? We can okay, hear good. you now. We can hear you now. Okay. Okay. Good. So I called you last year. I have a Pekingese named Button. Okay. And she has neurologic issues. And when I adopted her, they had told me she had had vaccinosis. Okay. Um, come to find out, a couple of weeks ago, she was actually diagnosed with a liver shunt. Oh. Okay. And the the, the neurologic issues are related to the liver shunt. So okay. Overnight, I had to recreate a whole new diet for her. She can't have animal meats, um, like um, mammal meats or organs. Okay. Only 20% protein in her diet. Really struggling. And then I um, went to a holistic pet food store, and they gave me this free, this dry dog food called Dr. Harvey's, where it's rehydrated, and then it's made for people that feed raw. Yep. And I could add my own protein in with it. Yep. And then they recommend using an oil. So um, I rehydrated with goat whey, which is allowed. Okay. And I'm wondering, how do I calculate in a, an oil, and like a fish oil, how much protein it is so I don't exceed her protein limit, which is 20%. Wow, that's a toughie. I'm not scientifically minded. I have no idea on that. That'd be, yeah, you have to find somebody that's good. Do you have any idea? Are you a numbers gal over there? No, okay. no, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so how much protein in the fish? That that's a really interesting question. I've never had to break it down, you know, for that. It's, you know that that'd it's been be really tough. Don't you try to determine how much protein to add in with 
carbohydrates, and then a lot of the food that is available or recommended is junk food uh-huh. yeah. for the dog. And I'm very careful about what my dogs eat. Yeah. So this Dr. Harvey's is actually like whole food, yep. whole food yeah, diet, which makes me feel so much better. So I just wanted to add, find an oil that I could add. And the other oil would probably be more like a coconut oil because it's a plant-based oil. Right, yep. Which would be safer for her. Yeah, coconut um, oil is good because it's good for any inflammation in, inside. It's also good for the coat, too. Just got to make sure that you start very low because that can give them the runs, you know, if you just all of a sudden pop it in. Usually the rule of thumb for dogs is, is one teaspoon per 10 pounds of body weight is okay. for the extra version coconut oil. Okay. Right. Have you gone to, pri- have, to have you gone to primalpooch.com? I haven't yet. Okay, um, try primalpooch.com and maybe ask that gal the question. Now, okay, and okay. then her diet, you know, she teaches you how to either feed raw or to cook for the dogs, and maybe she might have some ideas for you too. Okay. 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 Um and I just have to tell you that, you know, you you'll remember me because I had my dog Simon in your puppy class the you can use. That he'd be on your bookcase. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, he's doing great. He's the best citizen in the world, thanks to your class. He was oh. so bashful back then. Oh, um, wow. That's so funny. Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we lost my dog in your puppy class. Yeah. yeah we got him back. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That's so funny. That really is. I'll be dating. And he's still doing good, though, you said? Oh, he's fantastic. Oh, he's good. the best dog. And he has, he's, such a, he's such a friendly citizen to everybody. Nice. Thanks to your class, because I, I applied everything that you taught me. Oh, that's good. Well, I I, I, I tip my hat to you because I can only say something. It's, it's up to you to implement it. So I tip. Be he is because of you. So I appreciate it. Oh. Okay. Well, we want to thank you for the class. Yeah, he's a great dog. And, oh, good. Yeah, once again. So now okay. I have this little project beginning as I have a liver son. She sees a specialist. Oh my! Two weeks, and she's a good candidate for surgery, so hopefully it'll work. Ah, uh, okay. But yeah, try that primalpooch dot com and just see what you can come up with. That also, Doctor Karen Becker, because some of the places they get so technical that it's just you get mm-hmm. lost, you know. And another one is uh, Pat McKay. PatMcKay.com. I can't remember. I know if you okay. go to that, then it flips her to the regular because she's another guru in, in the on the field of natural uh, oh, healing and then just natural feeding and stuff like that. So though, that's a couple outlets that you can check and see if they can give you some ideas. Okay, or solve the protein of of the the fish oil. Okay. Well, I can tell you right now because she's got it's been two weeks since diagnosis and we've totally changed her diet. And she's a dog I do not know. Uh-huh. Her personality has come out. I've had her two years. Really? She's a totally different dog. She's she's not neurologic anymore. She's gaining weight. Nice. We're just, we're just astounded. Oh, wow. And all along, it was something that was undiagnosed. We could have done this two years ago. Oh, my. And, well, and given least... her a better quality of life. So it's, it's amazing. So we're really excited to see what, like, two more weeks look like. Oh, nice. Um, that is so nice to hear. That is cool. I'm glad he finally did get diagnosed. You know, it's better late, better late than never, right? Yeah, hats off to my vet. There you, you go. Know, for figuring yeah. it out. That is cool. So. Okay, kid. Right. Well, Appreciate so it. Much, Have a nice turkey day. Bye bye. Yep. Happy tea day. Uh, where are we at? Time, time for break. Yep. Time for break. Time for break. Okay, let's see. Okay. What do you call a cow that eats your grass? What do you call a cow that eats your grass? We'll be back. Thanks for listening to the KDK9 show on mytalk1071.com. Go to my show page, catch all my past shows on the podcast, all right? Okay, what do you call a cow that eats your grass? I don't know. A lawnmower. Oh, jeez. A lawnmower. 
Got it. We don't have to worry about that anymore. Not no. until next year. <laughs> so that's where we go. That's pretty good. Hey, you got a question, folks? Give a holler. 651-641-1071. Who's up to bat? Yes, we have Amanda on the line, and her dog has like this redness on its paw. Redness on the paw. Okay. Hi there. Hi. Um, thanks for taking my call. Oh, thanks for I calling. noticed um, probably on Thursday my dog licking her back paw. And um, normally she doesn't really do that, but I noticed she had really been licking it. So I got a look, and it was very red, swollen. It almost looked like there was an extra um, extra paw pad between the two, um, you know, the two kind of top ones. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, just very swollen. And then we noticed, so we, we did call our vet to make an appointment. It's not till Tuesday. Um, they said we could put Neosporin on it, which we did, and then we put a little boot so she wouldn't lick it, you know. Okay. Um, but it's got this smell now, we've noticed. There's a smell coming from it. So oh. I'm just wondering if you can recommend anything or what you might think it could be. Okay, what kind of dog? Uh, she's a poodle Shih Tzu Bichon. Okay. How old? Uh, she is almost six. Okay. And this is it's just on one paw? Yep. Yep, just okay. one. Okay. Um, but you said a smell. Is it like a yeasty smell? Yes. Okay. Uh, get yeah. some organic apple cider vinegar. Okay. Okay. And how many pounds is she? Uh, she's about 22 pounds. 22 pounds. Okay. Mix that organic apple cider vinegar. Um, let's start out with just a teaspoon. Okay. Okay. And mix it either with canned pumpkin or yogurt. Okay, because dogs, go, uh, you know, every time I say vinegar, everybody goes, <laughs> you know, because remember, dogs have 1,700 taste buds. Humans have 9,000. So they don't taste okay. it. It's a smell thing is what it is. Okay. Okay. But see, what the okay. organic apple cider vinegar does is it cuts yeast problems. Okay. Overload okay. of yeast. Is her ears, okay. is she flopping her ears uh, at all? No, no, okay, not, not really. Okay, Mm-mm. okay, uh, and so um, no, uh, the neosporum. Yeah, you know what I would try? I would try uh, uh, organic apple cider. Oh, wrong one thing. Um, extra virgin coconut oil because okay. that has a lot of good healing pro- pro- premises to it. Okay. And by keeping it wrapped, now air isn't getting to it, and so you really kind of want the air to get to it to dry it out. Is okay. it is it weepy? Is it what? Weepy? Is it like running? Like, is it pussy? No, it's just, no, it's not. And I only put the boot on just after the neosporin because I don't want her to lick it right away. Right. Um, and then I take it off. Okay. It's, it's only oh, on there for a little bit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, because okay. the same thing with the organic apples, or the, the extra virgin coconut oil, you can do that. But anyway, and so now is it like a rusty red, a brown? What's exactly... Kind of like a like a brighter pink red, Butter like pink a really red. bright red. And is, is it just between two toes? It's not the whole pad, the whole paw. No, it's yep, just between the two toes. Yeah. yeah. So something could have got in there to irritate it uh, right off the bat. You know, with uh, um, all the snow, people walking their dogs on the sidewalks. So you know, all the salt and all the chemicals on it. Yeah. And so yep. something, you know, something could have got in there and irritated it. And so okay. that's why you got to, when you take them out and if you're walking around that stuff, when you bring them in, you got to make sure you get between the toes, you know, to get okay. anything that might hide in there. Okay. Okay. And then, okay. Uh, but that, if it smells yeasty, yeah, then the organic apple cider vinegar will help. Um, and then, because what you with, want it to dry out. Okay. So, with uh, what kind of yogurt? 
Should I mix Just that any way? kind of yogurt. Just any kind of yogurt. Just make it okay. Okay. And we did give her, an, we just washed it last night, like in the bath. We just kind of ra- washed it with warm water, a little bit of soap. Okay. Because um, we thought, you know, clean it, yep. right? Yep. Um, so, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I can, I can but yeah, uh, start, get some organic. Yeah, get the organic absolutely, because that will take care of any yeast if it's a yeasty, yeasty problem. Okay. Okay. And then, uh, uh, yeah, because it's, it's something had to get in there to irritate it, whether you know whether it was a little bit of the chemicals from the sidewalk if she was out there, or um, uh, uh, believe it or not, in school when I turned my heat on, doggone, the box elder bugs come back out again, and, and we actually had a bee, a wasp, fly in, you know, that was up oh, in the whatever, and so okay. something could have you know stung her, you know, we we don't know, you can't yeah. see any point of anything that like went into that hole, can you? Um, say that again. You you don't see any like a puncture or something that could have went into that toe to create the ag- aggravation. No, and she's really it's really hard to see because it's just it's so puffy and irritated. Oh and wow! She's, okay. She's annoyed when I try to look at it, ah, but I can't okay. see anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just have you never know. You know you got to check things out like that. You know because yeah. some things can just pop up out of nowhere. You know, but it's been festering for a while, but now it's got it's gone. You know, it's gone nuts. And so yeah, yeah. Get, it, get it checked out just for peace of mind and staying like that. Yep. Okay. Okay, Absolutely. kiddo. Good luck. Okay. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye bye. You bet. Yeah, no, that's that's really tough. It's it's like, oh, what really? You know, my horse Jake. He, oh, that's a long story. It's uh, we have a few minutes. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, what happened? You know, they, they hosed the deer off that they got, and they did it in front of Jake's pen, and we didn't have any water mm-hmm. all summer. And then all of a sudden, oh, here it comes it looks like a lake, and then it's warm. And so then when Jake tried to walk in there, you know, he's like making these big divots, these big. Things well then then it froze and now it's like Trip City and so he's he sprained his right front left front leg oh and so yeah so he's hobbling around and so now I'm trying to figure out where can I put him and I'd give anything I mean you got to be careful what you wish for but I'd give anything for uh, like about a 15 inch snow because then it'd fill everything in you know okay. what I mean it easier to walk out there yes. so yeah I'm trying to figure out where to, where I, what I can do with him because he's just having a hard time you know with that leg so it is what it is okay also. Now, uh, December, Mark, December 3rd. Okay, if you got a poodle or a doodle, anything, <laughs> okay, or any other kind of dog that needs to be groomed, I'm having a grooming seminar for humans only up at Katie's Canine. It's going to be Saturday, December 3rd from 10 to 1130. It's uh, $35 a person. And no dogs, because I want you to concentrate on what you're being taught. And you're going to be taught by my groomer, Tracy Mack Youngberg. Uh, she's been, um, I've known her probably, I think we figured out 25 years or something like that. And she's a certified international master groomer. And so, because a lot of the groomers are all tearing their hairs out with all these doodles, everything that are out sure. there. And nobody knows, uh, is taking the time to show them, these owners, what brushes they use and how to use them. Right. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to do it for them. I, don't I know saw how- your post. I love this yeah, idea. Yeah. And so anyway, so I'm hoping that uh, it's, uh, we're only going to take 12 for a class. We're going to hopefully maybe do this once a month or once every other month. The next one won't be until February, though. But anyway, and so uh, taking 12, 12, dog, 12 people, you know, for the class, because I want it more intimate so people can get the questions and, sure. and, and such idea. like that. Okay. So it's only $35 a person. And then you just call me up at Katie's Canines. Uh, go to mytalk1071.com. Go to my show page. 
click on my website. They've got all the information as far as how to call me and such like that. Uh, but the whole thing is, is that, and this is not, like I said, it's not just for the poodles or the doodle. You know, if you've got a Cavalier, you've got a uh, Terrier, you know what I mean? It's something that needs to be clipped and such like that. Okay, that's what Tracy's going to do. Tracy's going to show you what brushes, how to use them, answer. Uh, and then uh, a lot of dogs, uh, unfortunately, I try to tell my people that come to my puppy classes, is uh, make an appointment for the groomer and just have their feet trimmed. Okay, get the dog used to going to the groomer, not for I hours, yes. just a little here, and then make another appointment maybe for the eyes, and then another. Yes, there's a lot of back and forth, but you want to teach the dog how to be nice to be groomed. Yes. It's not the groomer's, <laughs> um, they are to groom your dog. They are not a trainer to train your dog to be groomed. So you need to do this, okay? Teach the dog. And that's what Tracy's going to show you, is how to groom your dog properly so that it's a, in a better shape. Uh, because a lot of times people are bringing their doodles or poodles or anything, you know, in, and they have to buzz the whole coat because they don't. people don't realize that it, it got matted right next to yeah. the skin. Yeah. They only groomed the top, you know, top layer of hair. Okay. <laughs> they didn't go down mm. to the skin and back out to, to get it, do it right. And with all these doodles, this is so sorely needed. Because what what the difference, if your dog is hard to groom, number one, or if it's in deplorable shape, uh, you are mad because they had to buzz them. And the groomer is mad because I, they thought it was going to be a two-hour thing, and now it's a four-hour thing, and they're running behind. And so that's why I, I want to try to help groomers, be, you know. Yeah, I love this idea. If the dogs are easy to groom, you're going to get an appointment, okay? If your dog isn't easy, they're going to schedule you like February 2023. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to tell you, no, we don't want to do your dog because he's he, he's yucky to work with. You know, it's not my dog job to train him. They're just going to schedule you so far out that you're going to find another groomer. So anyway, so yeah, so you want to call me up at Katie's Canine if you want to be in a part of this uh, grooming seminar. Saturday, December 3rd, 10 to 11.30, $35 a person. And let's see, what do we got? What do you call a girl with a frog on her head? What do you call a girl with a frog on her head? Be back.